Welcome to the Living Large and Hard podcast. This is the uh, first of three parts of the Elevator Adventure series. How many of you either have been or know someone who's been stuck in an elevator? Can I see a show of hands? Hmm. Yeah, well, guess what? Me, three different times. So I'm going to go over those uh, episodes in three different uh, episodes. Um, the first one was I worked at a place called Hospitality Motor Inn in Lansing, Michigan. It was the first place I worked. And they had an elevator there that went um, just from the basement to the main floor. And what I discovered was, well, everybody kind of knew that. You could hit the, there's a button you could hit and you could stop it between floors. Now, I'm not going to discuss how Salad Girl and I used to go in there and make out and how her tits tasted like French dressing. Oh, wait, never mind. Um, so me being me, I figured out, wait a minute, there's an escape hatch in this thing. So let me check that out. Take it down between floors. Um, stop it. Climb up through the hatch. Danny Perez is with me. Danny Perez will make another, um, appearance in an episode where he and I and a guy whose name I can't remember climbed inside Frankenstein's castle back in my hometown. So I, well, somehow I got Danny up there too. He was a big boy, but we both got up on top and I can't remember why I was still at work on the clock screwing around. I mean, I was always screwing around there, but I can't remember why I was there late at night, early in the morning. I'm guessing I did my regular breakfast shift and then, um, I worked a banquet or some something I was cooking. Anyway, it was late. I was on the clock. Shouldn't have been there, obviously, because I was on top of a fucking elevator. Anyway, when, went, when I went up there, there's a, a beam across the top of the elevator, which was conveniently a place where you could sit on it. And there's two switches. Well, there, yeah, there's two switches. One said run and service, that, you know, and the other one was up and down. So you pop that sucker to service, and then you could use the up and down buttons to make the elevator go up and down. So that was cool. So took it, um, made it go up and down a few times with us riding on top of it, and someone pushed a button in the basement, and we rode down there. And it turned out that it was the uh, drunken bellman. There's this guy who was always fucked up. I mean, constantly, he was high, and drunk all the time. He worked overnights, so it really didn't matter. There was nothing to do. So we could see, even from the top of the elevator, looking through the crack in the hatch and the, the door in the front, when you step through, there's a gap. And we could see he was just toasted. So he popped in, pushes the elevator. He was in the bottom, so there's only one, only one way to go, and that's you know up to the next floor. So as soon as he got to the top, I put my one finger on the down button and then flipped it to service. So the elevator went right smack back down. And um, door opens, the guy gets out and looks around <laughs> and I make sure I close the door. I mean, you know, push the elevator back up. So yeah, it was fun to watch the guy trying to figure out how in the fuck when the elevator was moving, he ended up on the same floor. So we kind of waited around for another victim um, and being the middle of the night, 
nobody came. So then I just started messing with it. Um, and what I did was I took and I was pushing the up and down buttons really fast, like to make it bounce. And it was banging up and down. And uh, as you can imagine, it only took so much of that and it didn't work and it, it stuck. And there was nothing I, I put it in. Run, climb down inside, push the buttons, climb back up top, put it on service, up and down, nothing. Uh, it was, the elevator was fucking stuck. <laughs> and um, we couldn't get out because we were between, between floors. We couldn't get out through the main doors. And um, had to assess the situation and figured out the only way out was to open the door uh, at the top where we were, we were about halfway. We were stuck right in between floors. So it was about chest high, if I remember correctly. So I had to climb up on that beam, if I remember correctly. This is like 45 years ago. Uh, and then figure out the mechanism to get the door open. And uh, did that, got the door open. And then had to climb up and out help uh portly danny perez up and out and um get the fuck away from the elevator let it close back up and uh like i said i was still on the clock so what i had to do was cover my tracks to make it look like i was not there that i left whatever it was supposed to be hours ago and um i worked also in uh I was like the yard boy. I'd go around and do that kind of lawn maintenance crap. And what I would usually do is uh, take the riding lawnmower out and ride all the way around the building so everybody knew I was there. And then I'd back the riding lawnmower into this shed and, and smoke a joint. And then I'd go out and do actual work to some extent. But uh, there was one day uh, doing that job and then this hellacious storm blew in. This is in Michigan. And there's tornadoes and all that kind of stuff there. And this thing was coming in fast and furious. So uh, fucked off inside. Storm blew through. And then I went out um, and went to the shed. And the shed wasn't there. It had gotten blown away and demolished. And Well, yeah, if it's blown away, it's obviously fucking demolished. But while I was standing there admiring the... Um, the destruction my foot kicked something and it was a pair of keys and one of the keys on a little uh not even a key just the ring not even a key ring with a decorative fob or any of that shit it um one of the keys had an a stamped on it now that was the mythical a key that opened every door in the entire uh, hotel the hotel restaurant hospitality motor so i had access to everything. There was nothing that, that key wouldn't open. Uh, why it was there? No fucking idea. Some doofus must have dropped it. Also on that was a key to the time clock. Now this is the old punch in, punch out kind of time clock. Um, completely analog, mechanical, where you took your piece of paper and put it over to the right day, you know, push down on the lever and stamp the time. And you did the same thing when you left. So I had figured out that I popped the, uh, I took that key and I took the front off. You could spin the clock 
but you can only spin it forward. You could spin the hands by hand. And so, um, you know, I would use that to get paid extra. I'd, you know, spin it forward, leave, and then spin it and all that kind of shit. So anyway, to, to cover my tracks, I had to put the time back a couple hours to when I was supposed to be the fuck out of there. But the only way to do that was to go forward um, six days and 20 some hours. So I'm standing there spinning, 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 check, spinning, 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 check, spinning, spinning, ah, fuck. So now I got to go forward six days because I overshot. So then I had to do all that again. The whole time my heart's pumping because if I get busted fucking with the time clock, obviously I'm screwed. So I get that straightened out, which took, I don't know, probably didn't take that long, but it seemed like it took forever because there was the imminent threat of termination. And uh, got that clocked out, spun the clock to the correct time, and got the fuck out of there. When I went back in the next morning to my regularly scheduled shift, lo and behold, there's an elevator repair company there. And uh, I had a little smirk to myself over that, having been the uh, catalyst that drew them out there. Um, So anyway, that's episode or part one of my three-part elevator adventure series. Uh, If you like this, uh, you can comment. You can do the old like thing. You can get more of these. There will be more, uh, hopefully one a week. I'll be doing interviews at some point. You can get it uh, through SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, You can reach me. I also have a Living Large and Hard Instagram account, which is basically me um, if I'm traveling the world, looking at that stuff, but also while I'm traveling the world or coal country where I work here in Pennsylvania, looking for just weird shit and putting that up. So that might be of interest to you if you're not already there. You can get a hold of me. Uh, That also links to my Facebook. So Living Large and Hard is this podcast. It's also my Instagram, Mike or Max Marvin on Facebook. Uh, I would appreciate any feedback. I'd appreciate you passing this on if you think anyone else is of the same twisted mentality. If you think I suck, I would appreciate you telling me that because I'm not going to know unless I hear the truth from you. Uh, Your opinion is valid. I may think you're an asshole, but let me know.